It's not about the technology, it is what you do with it. Welcome to Digital Dash. We are excited about the opportunities technology presents in our modern world, and we spend a lot of time tinkering with the use cases. Join us every week on our podcast as we share our findings and break things down into zeros and ones. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app, and enjoy this episode. Turning low power mode on your iPhone is actually hurting your battery. I've used my iPhone for about seven months now, and I still have a hundred percent battery health. The battery health on my Apple Watch, which I have used for about nine months, is also 99%. Today, I am here to discuss battery saving tips that actually work. My name is Kwame Naatha, and you are welcome to the Digital Dash podcast by AFD Tech Talk. All right, so I know we have had various battery saving tips and various tips about how you can prolong the lifespan of your battery. Now, some of these may be true, others may be partially true and then others are blatantly false. Stay with me throughout this podcast and I will list each and every one that actually works for you to be able to preserve your battery. Now, currently, our phones are powered by lithium-ion batteries. Lithium-ion is a different technology altogether. Before lithium-ion, we had nickel-cadmium and nickel-metal-hydrogen batteries. And guess what? This is the origin of many of the false battery tips that we are currently using on lithium-ion. The next thing that I want you to know before I even delve deeper is that lithium-ion degrades, right? And so your battery health is not going to stay at 100% forever. As you use your device, it is going to degrade and degrade. And after two years or approximately 600 to 800 cycles, your battery health will be left at 80%. Now to find out how many battery cycles you have already run through on your device, if you have a MacBook, download Coconut Battery and then plug in your iPhone. If you are using another device, let's say a Windows, you can download iMazing, I-M-A-Z-I-N-G, and then you plug in your device and that will also show you how many cycles that you have. Now, let me demystify the battery health thing a little bit more. Now, whenever smartphones are announced, their respective battery capacities are listed, right? So for example, let's say the iPhone 14 Pro Max has a battery capacity of 4,323 million powers. This is the stated capacity, right? But of course, during production, sometimes the stated capacity is lower than the actual capacity of the device that you are holding. So if you are lucky, you may get a device which has a battery capacity of, let's say, 4,380 million powers. And this is one of the reasons why your battery may stay at 100% battery health for a very long time. Because up until you degrade the 70 plus milliamp hours extra that you have, and then cross the data capacity threshold, your battery will continue being 100% irrespective of the charges and the charge cycles that you have been through. And so 
guess what the best way to preserve your battery health is to not use your phone and who buys a phone not to use it so first of all get over it 100 battery health 98 battery health 97 battery health doesn't really mean much try as much as possible to stick to the battery saving tips that i am going to share and forget about how your battery degrade because it is inevitable it's, it's going to happen the first battery saving tip i will give you is to always use an original charger always use an original charger you want to make sure that you are staying safe and you are also adhering to the voltage and the amps information and specification of your phone if you are using a charger that can actually charge your phone but may not be the original charger you risk doing long-term damage to your battery's ability to hold charge apart from the original charger which is supplied in the box and can be purchased you know on apple's website there are other third-party chargers or there are other third-party manufacturers who are quite credible because they are signed on to the mfi program the mfi is basically a certification program that apple runs to ensure that the chargers and the cables are manufactured according to their stated standards some of these mfi partners are spigen or spigen i don't know how to pronounce that otterbox and anchor so if you are not using the original charger you can use any of these um manufacturers as well if you go on amazon and just you know look for a cheap charger manufacturer to purchase from you are not guaranteed that the actual voltage and the arm specification is going to be adhered to and that is a very big risk this the second point is that you should always keep your battery between 20 and 80 percent lithium ions like being stable and that is why when you buy a phone and you turn it on for the first time your battery percentage will be somewhere between 40 and 60 percent this is amazing and this is very good for the battery health now when it goes much lower and lower than the 20 percent your phone gets a little hot and when it's also way above the 100 percent and you continue charging even though there's no risk of overcharging because of how smart lithium ion battery tech is the phone also gets a little hot and heat is lithium ion's worst enemy and so if your battery is between 20 and 80 you have the best results the third thing i'm going to talk about is for you to limit background refresh so we have a lot of applications and they are all trying to update us in the background so we will have just in time notifications and information delivered to us it is important for us to manually tweak this to ensure the best performance to manually tweak your background refresh go to settings and then click on general and then click on background app refresh now you would see a long list of all the apps you have installed and you should run through them and toggle off all the apps that you necessarily don't need information running in the background so for example i have background app refresh turned off for acrobat for bluebird which is a pomodoro app that i use for google docs because i necessarily don't need to see contribution information on my apps for google keep for insider financial times and wall street journal for some apps like Snapchat, WhatsApp, Uber, and Maps, 
I do need the app to refresh in the background and so I am keeping those things on. Now hand in hand with background app refresh is notifications. So on iOS, notifications can display in various forms. They can show up on the lock screen in the notification center or as a banner on your homepage. Now in settings, you are also able to tweak this on a per app basis. So head over to settings and then click on notifications and then under the menu item notification style you'll see all the list of apps that you have and you are able to tweak the notification styles accordingly so for example i will click on acrobat reader here and i see it can give me notifications on my lock screen notification center and banners but perhaps i don't need notifications on my lock screen about adobe acrobat pdf reader so i can just toggle it off and then toggle off notification center as well so that i only have banners when i am looking on my screen you can do this for all of the apps that you have to take this further there is something called the scheduled summary which basically groups your notifications and shows them to you at specific points in time now in addition to this being good for your battery it's also good for your productivity because you are not interrupted by every single alert that you get so for example i have bbc news reddit wall street journal financial times and insider grouped under my scheduled summary and the first summary is to show me a notification at 7 a.m right around the, the time i wake up the second summary is at 2 p.m just in case there's been major developments in the world from 7 a.m until 2 p.m and then the last one at 8 p.m. just so that I can catch up on the rest during the day. So this is also something which is really good and you can explore this. Next tip on the list is to uninstall Facebook. <laughs> I mean, I cannot even, <laughs> I cannot even, <laughs> I can't even lie. Like literally uninstall Facebook and uninstall Messenger. If you want to access Facebook, you can use your browser, right? Now, I, I want somebody to do this for me. If you have Facebook on your phone, take me on my word and uninstall it, and then check your battery performance. And then you can tweet at us at Digital Dash, or send us your screenshot information on Instagram, also at Digital Dash. If you are enjoying this podcast so far, please subscribe to it in your favorite podcast app and share with your friends the next item i want to talk about is for you to limit the use of widgets right widgets are visually appealing and they provide information at a glance but they are also potential battery suckers widgets like weather maps you know sporting events or stock portfolio performance refresh more often than necessary and this can potentially drain your battery so you should disable them both on your lock screen if you have updated to ios 16 and then on your home screen as well using dark mode is also a major major win for batteries now our iphones from x to date use the oled screen technology and this basically means that when the screen is black those pixels are not lit and if pixels are not lit it stands to reason that energy isn't being used 
on those sides of the screen and therefore you are saving it and so use dark mode and then use dark wallpapers as much as possible if you really really want to stretch the capacity of your battery the last major item i will talk about is for you to disable some privacy settings now this is going to be very extensive so i am going to walk through them with you so take your iphone go to settings scroll down to privacy and security and then go to tracking now toggle off allow apps to request to track just toggle that off if apps want to get better they should do their research and get better and if they want to serve you better ad advertisements they should also figure out a way to do it you don't want to volunteer your information for apps to do that now click on location services and then scroll all the way down i would advise that you have your location services turned on even though this will consume some battery but then again the purpose of your smartphone is for you to be able to enjoy it without necessarily impacting on your experience which is why i will not tell you to turn off the 120 hertz refresh rate if you are using an iphone 13 pro max or pro or later keep those things on so you can enjoy the usage of your phone now you are in location services right yes so scroll all the way down to system services and for us in ghana you can toggle off apple pay merchant identification compass calibration if you have already calibrated your google maps device management location-based alerts location-based suggestions motion calibration and distance setting time zone i mean unless you are hopping from country to country and continent to continent you don't necessarily need this turned on for automatic refresh and updates of your time zone you should turn on system customization and significant locations so that apple can intelligently charge your battery for you based on locations that you spend lots of time there so the a16 or a15 bionic soc is capable and powerful enough to identify where you spend huge chunks of time and therefore may not need a hundred percent battery every time so if you are let's say at home or in the office then your battery will charge to 80 percent and then it will basically cut off the charging there until you really need to push it to 100 percent now under product improvement still in the system services menu that you are still in i'm assuming your iphone is still unlocked and it's in your hand waiting for me to give you the next tip turn off iphone analytics routing and traffic and improve maps once again, if Apple wants to improve their <laughs> products, they should figure out a way. We are paying 28,000 CDs for <laughs> the iPhone 14 Pro Max. I will not volunteer my data, you know, to my to my own detriment. So yeah, turn all of those things off and I think you should be good to go. It will also be very helpful if you can turn off haptic feedback on your keyboard. Now, Apple has even listed this on their website that it actually drains battery. And so for me, I have it turned off. To turn this off, go to settings, go to sound and haptics, scroll all the way down to keyboard feedback, and then turn off sound and haptic. This is basically 
the list of things that I do in order to balance battery life and experience, right? So I'm not going to turn literally everything off just so that I save the most battery. What, what is the point? If I have a smartphone as powerful as the iPhone 14 Pro Max 256 gig factory unlocked dual SIM and I turn everything off, then I basically just have a phone. It's no longer a smartphone. <laughs> and so that is not the purpose of my podcast today. It's just to be able to make sure you balance your experience and your battery life. All right, so when you are done with this, just monitor and see how your battery performs over a week or two. And then you can tweet at us with your results and your thanks. I will be expecting that. (laughs) Forgive me, that's my passion talking. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for sticking with me through to the end. My name is Kwamina Arthur, and this has been the Digital Dash Podcast by AFD Tech Talk. Until next week, it's bye for now.